The Make My Damn Movie Podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion advised. Here we go. Film, entertainment, screenplay, Mark Reynolds, Tom Swain. This is Make My Damn Movie. In just a bit, we're going to talk about the dreaded script formatting. And believe me, it is dreaded. Uh, uh, Hey, uh, Brenda called me a jackass earlier. Want to know why? Sure, why? What happened? We we could make that a feature of every podcast. It happens quite often. Anyway, all I said was that after I die, I'd like someone to take an axe and chop up my body. Oh, is that all? So at my funeral, someone could say, rest in pieces. Huh? <laughs> now, strictly speaking, hand on heart, I meant that. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny for the funeral attendees, don't you think? Yeah. Oh, well. Is this going to be an open casket, I guess? Well, it would have to be. Yeah. Now, I don't know if I want a bunch of people standing around laughing hysterically. <laughs> well, okay, never mind. Okay, I am a jackass. Yeah, That's know. true. Anyway, once in a while, every once in a while, I like to mention a movie or a show I've watched. Like recently, I brought up the Showtime series Yellow Jackets. Yes. Have you looked at it? I finally, I watched the first episode. Okay. I'm in. I also talked about the HBO Max uh, documentary Class Action Park and have another one I think is worthy of pointing out that I'm looking at. A&E has a 10-part series. I think it's currently at number three or four. But anyway, it's called Secrets of Playboy. Okay. It's basically a true crime documentary. Okay. But I'll leave it to the viewer to take it further than that. Okay. Got to. Even though I cherished that magazine <laughs> as a kid. Didn't we I mean, all. Even though, though, I always thought Hugh Hefner was a squirrely little man. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Not attractive whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, I thank him for his vision and his publication, <laughs> but woof. You seen yeah. him? Yeah. He was obsessed, by the way, which is interesting in this uh, documentary, but he was obsessed with Charles Manson back in the 60s. And to look at Hugh Hefner back in the 60s was to basically see Charles Manson. They looked exactly alike. He had the hair. (laughs) The longish hair. Yeah, he did back then. What I will say is thanks to Playboy magazine, I learned a great deal about what's what when it came to females. Yes. That was true. Uh My dad never had the birds and the bees talk with me (laughs) i got all that from playboy magazine oh god thankfully i'm glad that never happened now i don't know how i got it but i acquired the july 1974 issue of playboy and it changed my life the centerfold model god bless her Carol Vitelli. I will never forget her. So I was 13 (laughs) years old. And wow. Just wow. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I was never into blonde Uh girls, women, ladies, even as a kid. But she was blonde and she was nice. (laughs) 
13 years old. <laughs> yes. Now, a few years later, I got my hands on the November 1976 issue uh-huh. of Playboy magazine. By the way, that was a, a controversial issue because the Playboy interview, which was very popular. Yeah was the then candidate for president of the United States, the self-proclaimed Christian Jimmy Carter. <gasps> oh, that's right. Oh, my gosh. Everybody read the article. Oh, sure. Course. But mm-hmm. even yes, though Jimmy I'm, Carter was in that issue, I, I didn't give one that. shit about that. <laughs> I mean, I'm 15 years old. <laughs> you don't care about the president. What I did give a shit about <laughs> was the centerfold that month, Patty McGuire. I remember their name. McGuire. Holy mackerel. Now, she ended up marrying Jimmy Connors, the tennis star, a few years later. He was one of those big deal tennis stars back then. And he was definitely the type, having seen this Secrets Uh of Playboy, to be hanging around at the Playboy Mansion. Uh You know, kind of a Playboy type. Anyway, this Patty McGuire looked just like the girl that sat in front of me in high school in general business called (laughs) Debbie Nash. I'm not kidding. They could have been twins. So I got a lot of use out of that issue. (laughs) That's for sure. So I did see plenty of Playboys as a kid, but those two issues were my favorites. I'll never forget them. Those two magazines in particular uh, basically turned into hardbacks. (laughs) If you get... Where I'm going with that. Oh, man. But you might want to check out Secrets of Playboy on A&E. Okay. The 400-part series. Because there are no networks that can do just a few episodes of anything anymore. Just drag it out. Yeah. But uh, check that out. Now, I got to say something back to the Carol Vitelli uh-huh. in the July 74 issue. Uh-oh. Years later, I got to interview her what? on radio. Whoa. And believe me, I went into great detail about how much I appreciated her <laughs> as a 13-year-old. And she didn't mind. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, she was very nice. She passed away oh. from lupus, actually. Lupus? Yep. In her, I want to say in her 50s. Mm. Oh, man. And I think Patty McGuire is still married to Jimmy oh, Connors. I was going to say, she's dead too? No, she didn't pass away. <laughs> okay. No. I didn't have Brenda look her up on Google because anytime <laughs> Brenda and I are out and about or whatever, and we'll think of somebody from our past because yes. we grew up as kids. We knew each other for That's years. Right. Anyway, she'll look them up. Oh, they passed away. <laughs> like oh, So note to yeah, self. No more of that. Stop asking Brenda to look up the people that we knew unless we hate them. And then, then I could care if less. If they're dead. Good go, go to makemydamnmovie.com if you want, and you can see what's there. I What yeah. is there? It's a yes. website. There's stuff. And you can go to contact page, and that's how you get in touch with us. And that's why we do the things, but I'm not on the We're right on the thing. thing that we need to be on. So the stuff. All right. Was, was it worth it? No. Sure. All right. And we're going to read some messages from Make My Damn in uh, episode 115. <gasps> wow. Whoa. I never, ever thought we'd get to 10. <laughs> Did you? I thought maybe 20 max. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Why? Holy shit. Are we? Okay, Elliot, Kendall, Florida. Never oh. been there. I knew a Kendall, but not Florida. Oh, well, it's not. I, I don't know. Elliot from the place we don't know. Yeah. If you can't figure out how to make characters, main and secondary, connect with an audience, you clearly suck at screenwriting. Why did you suck this, Elliot? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Jesus. 
<laughs> Beth, <laughs> Canoga Park, California. Well, you made me mad. <laughs> Episode 114 was filled with some interesting views about how to successfully craft characters <laughs> to connect with potential audiences. Made me rethink a couple of my own characters. Well, safe monies on a woman with some sense like Beth here uh-huh. won't be banging a f- like Elliot. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> I feel better. Do you? (laughs) I do. Okay. Venting, venting, venting. Glad. Okay, moving on. (laughs) Kevin, New Haven, Connecticut. I watched Class Action Park, the documentary you talked about on your podcast. I grew up in Newark, New Jersey, sorry, and went to that amusement park dozens of times and can assure you that it was worse than what you saw in that documentary. (laughs) Yeah. Katie, Yuma, Arizona. I ended up having to check out the documentary Class Action Park and wasn't all that shocked. What else would one expect from an amusement park run primarily by young kids? Exactly what it was, a clusterfuck. (laughs) Brady, Arvada, Colorado. I'm with Tom on those Trivial Pursuit television cards you guys read. Too many Green Acres and Petticoat Junction questions. right. God, they love it. They really do. But I love the Green Acres way before it's time. Way, be- you got to check that I, out. I guess it really is. Uh, Greg, Elizabeth City, North Carolina. Why does Mark incessantly talk about going into the bathroom as a teenager to toss off after he saw something on television that brought out the randiness in him? I like the word randiness. Randiness. That's pretty bold. I would be embarrassed to admit something that personal. Yeah, I should probably holster that. Mm. Unlike when I was a kid, that mm. thing was pretty much. Always unholstered, if you know what I mean. So there you go. Oh, that's the end. That's the same. Oh, by the way, uh, years and years later, that conversation we just had about the playmates when I was growing up, the two in particular that stuck out, so to speak. (laughs) <laughs> um, and a friend of mine hunted down those two issues really, and bought and gave them to me as a gift. That's nice. Yeah. Then, well, I don't know who had them before. Were they hardbound? No, they were okay. not hardbound. Thankfully. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to move on to the movie quotes game where I read a movie quote and you tell me what movie it's from or you try to. And that's, uh, here's the first one. It's not a man purse. It's called a satchel. Indiana Jones wears one. No? 40-year-old virgin? No. Alan, Zach Galifagas, The Hangover. Uh, Damn it. Uh, Okay, here's your second one. Green jacket, gold jacket. Who gives a crap? That's very easy. Happy Gilmore. Adam Sandler. Very good. Yeah. Man, Man, I haven't seen that in years. That's a good one. Watch that again. All right. Here's the third one out of three, thankfully. The last one. Okay. Is it possible that we got so wasted last night that we bought a lifetime supply of pudding and then totally forgot about it? You might as well put that. I don't know. You don't know that? 
Disappointing. That would be Jesse. Do you know the movie? The character's name is Jesse. Jesse. Played by Ashton Kutcher. Dude, where's my car? No more and then. Okay, now we are moving on to the Trivial Pursuit TV trivia cards found in my garage, minus the game. We'll leave it at that. They're old. Yes. Very old. 70s, maybe early 80s. Some early, well, actually, late 60s, the, all yeah. the 70s, and because Petty Coach. All of it. Okay, here's the first. <laughs> okay. Laverne and Shirley was a spinoff of what popular TV show? Hmm. Oh, Happy Days. Yeah. Here's your second one. On the Dick Van Dyke show, <laughs> what was comedy writer Buddy Sorrell's wife's name? Brad Farts. Oh, that's a great trivia question. I don't know. Pickles. 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 I wouldn't have guessed that in a million years. Uh, uh, um, here's the third one. Pickles. Mm. What are the character names of the original three angels on Charlie's Angels? Oh, man. Oh, I, nothing. I got nothing. Kelly, Sabrina, and Jill. Oh. Kelly was Jacqueline Smith, Sabrina, Kate Jackson. You're some kind of cousin-in-law or Ex-wife. something. <laughs> Yeah. Somebody. And Jill was Farrah Fawcett. Oh, yeah. Andrew Stevens' ex-wife. Yeah. Andrew Stevens, who's related to you somehow. Uh, Stella Stevens. Well, going back to Playboy, uh-huh. you'll find this interesting, probably really disturbing. Okay. One of the first Playboys I ever have seen was at my grandfather's house, and it was a signed copy from Stella Stevens to him of Stella Stevens' Nude? appearance in Playboy. His relative? Yes. Uh, I don't... I, I'm, I'm like, almost in shock. I don't have any... Uh, I, uh, I literally have no sound effects. Guess what? I leaped through it anyway. <laughs> oh, no. Here oh, we go. That's, that's no, not I have the sound perfect effect. sound effect. Oh! No! No! Yikes. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Moving on. Quickly. Oh. Ah! 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 Oh, wait. <laughs> oh. I got the perfect sound effect. Okay. Once this fucking music stops. <laughs> In an hour? What the fuck? Yeah, Brenda. <laughs> uh, eh. Okay, stat picks. It's the, uh, the, the, I need to have my music <laughs> thing. under Where me. we pick? Global professional radio broadcaster. Hey, if you uh, want to do that, that's the wrong thing. Hey, hey it's like a make the, make the, wow, the socks. Shut up, everyone. Ah! Including me. Especially me. <laughs> okay, it's the Make My Damn Movie Stat Picks, where we attempt to force you out there at Podcast Lab. <laughs> to uh, watch the movies that we like. Plus, you can go to MakeMyDamnMovie.com to have them. So, this is where we read a, a movie or talk about... <laughs> just what, what do we do? What? <laughs> we do something with a movie. I don't Ooh. know. What talk about fuck? it. I don't know. Let's just do this for a while. <laughs> okay, what's your movie this pick? This is my staff pick. What is it? Mine is... Get out! <laughs> 
Oh. From 2017. Directed one. by Jordan Peele. <laughs> starring Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya? Sure. Yeah. Allison Williams and Bradley Whitford. Holy hell. This good movie one. was good. Now, he had shelved that script yes, for, for a few years. years. Yeah. Yes. Pulled it out, dusted it off, and boom. Look at uh, what he huh? got. Okay. Sorry. So, uh, a young African-American visits his white girlfriend's parents for the weekend. At first, Chris reads the family's overly accommodating behavior as nervous attempts to deal with their daughter's interracial relationship. But as the weekend progresses, a series of increasingly disturbing discoveries lead him to a truth that he never could have imagined. And this movie freaked the hell out of me. Yeah, really. Because I've sort of known people that acted like that. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. That's a great screenplay to read, too, by the way. Yeah. Find a copy of it. Yes, you can. Good. It's out there. It is. Look at it. Read it. Get out. I'm kind of worried about my stat pick. Uh-oh. I'll tell you why. It's called Talk to Me from 2007. And it's the stars that I'm not going to be able to pronounce pronounce their... Pronounce? I can't stand it. <laughs> oh, no. Fuck. What the fuck? Shoot me. What the hell? Even Siri's trying to understand what you're saying. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, anyway. Uh, hey. Hey. Shut up, Siri. Wow. This is going off the thing. <laughs> anyway, it's called Talk to Me from 2007. It stars Don Cheadle. And I got that right, and this is where it goes south. <laughs> Like and then Don an actor, Cheeto. I want to say, I should have really done some research on this before <laughs> doing this on a movie podcast. I hope this is podcast. a movie that you actually watched. I definitely watched it. Okay. I'm just going to leave it Don Cheadle's in There you go. He's, Martin he's Sheen's in it. Oh, okay. Okay, and some other amazing actors. <laughs> that, <laughs> you cannot pronounce Yeah, so it's going to be Harvard and Gavimov. <laughs> all right, now, this is a deep, true story, and it all happened right here in Washington, D.C. It's about an outspoken ex-convict called Ralph Petey Green Mm -hmm. and how he talks his way onto the air at a white-owned R&B AM radio station in 1960s Washington, D.C. That would be W.O.L. Cool. He was a tell-it-like-it-is disc jockey, Mm -hmm. and he caused mega controversy and became a true voice of the black movement. That's awesome. It is awesome. Him and his legions of fans renamed D.C. and called the city P-Town. Uh, yeah. Petey Green. Very cool. Really? Yep. So, Petey Green was credited for helping to calm the city right after the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. Hmm. On wow. air. He went oh, on God. air and calmed everybody. And he vented and he discussed that tragic event to an audience that really needed someone to be able to relate to all that at that moment in time. Uh-huh. You know? And he was the guy. Keep in mind, this man was locked up in the Lorton Reformatory in Virginia for years for numerous self-admitted crimes he had committed really absolutely Little lorton huh don Cheadle used to does work around there. an outstanding hmm. job of portraying pd green it's amazing to watch do yourself a favor and watch talk to me talk to me i want to see that it's so good huh. i for since we started this podcast i've been kind of wanting to bring that up and i always eh, eh. then i saw it again i'm like i gotta talk about that it's really good oh huh. yeah that's a good movie. That's cool. Uh, okay, now it's time right. for the topic. But before we do that... What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Now it's the topic. Correct <laughs> screenplay formatting. 
Now listen, every single screenplay has to be formatted correctly, and most of them are not. True. And I'm glad about that. But the first thing to do is find out how to do that and then do it. Or not. And people don't. The number one worst thing for anyone reading a spec script is improper formatting, period. Yeah, they'll toss it away, no matter how good the story is. Absolutely. Take my stupendous screenplay called The Flip Side. Here's a long one! <laughs> hey, uh, I'm tired. I think you're straining your voice a little bit. What the fuck? I'll let this do the talking there for me, go. and it really would. If it, I was just out really and about. Fuck with. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The one thing. Uh, the, what am I doing? Oh, the uh. log line for the flip side, my stupendous! screenplay here it is an yeah. unlikely alliance of high school stoners and jocks for <laughs> and stuff and then they oh <laughs> they do here we go again <laughs> remember that an unlikely alliance of high school stoners and jocks joined forces in 1977 to hatch a zany scheme to stop their meddling principal's attempt to keep them from working at a popular burger joint so yeah. that's the log line of that their screenplay Actual studio script notes from this script were as follows. Okay. Question. Is the script formatted according to standard industry conventions? Answer. There are no departures from standard industry conventions in the script formatting. The lines are clean and the descriptions outside of dialogue are unfussy while getting the picture across immediately. Mm. Thank you. Thank you very much. You. <laughs> that should have been a resounding. So can you do that? Can you? Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> but you need to, right? Someone cold reading a screenplay will be lost if the formatting is a mess, no matter how good the story may be. Mm-hmm. Isn't that, that true? Is true. So find out the correct formatting method for a screenplay and adhere to it. First and foremost, do not, under any circumstances, use Microsoft Word to write your screenplay. <laughs> No, it's not good. I did. I was stupid. No bueno. Basics first, and the rest should come. Notice I said should come. (laughs) Not will come, but should come, because it probably won't for most people out there listening to this radio show. It's not a radio show, but I like to say that because it bothers people when I say that. For it some reason. Could be. I don't know why. But, but it's not. But yeah. Correct screenplay formatting is very important. It should be yeah. top of mind awareness. Because when people are reading it, they want they're very lazy. Yeah. They want it all spelled out. Of course. And it has to flow. Yes. If it doesn't, you're gonna get pulled out of the screenplay. Yeah. You're not gonna visualize stuff, and that's it. Listen, if you don't go and you learn the basics out of the gate, and that is number one rule, mm-hmm. then people are just going to toss it aside. That's true. And you're right. It does need to flow, like my pee used to do years ago. <laughs> God. But that's another story, and we'll leave that for another time. <laughs> or maybe Will another we? podcast. Oh, How about <laughs> the pee podcast? Oh, hey. Copyright! You're in flow. <laughs> okay, now listen. Okay. If you can't do that, you're a fucking moron. That's the end of the podcast. Nice. You like it? Whoops. <laughs> I like the urine talk at the end. That was the best part when they talked about piss. Yay! Glad you enjoyed it.
Okay. All right. That's it. That's a good one. That's another one. 100 and what? In the can. 15? Should be at 115. Okay, go to the thing, the website. Yeah. And uh, we'll talk to you another time. Yeah. Bye. Bye.